Good morning. It's 9.02 on a Friday morning. We are going to have a lot of fun today. Last night, the Astros won. They are one win away from making it to the World Series. What else is going on? We also have Lamarck Bayou Fest taking place tomorrow. UPW Wrestling, the beatdown in Baycliff, is taking place tomorrow, uh, I believe, as well. So it's going to be actually, ton- is it tonight? I think it's tonight, but we're going to have Bart in studio later talking about that at 10 o'clock. So make sure that you go follow UPW. It's going to be in Baycliff uh, today. And then we also have Joel from Nobility, who's in studio, hanging out. I think he's trying to find that stream on social media. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be ch- chatting about fall. We're going to be chatting about flavors. He brought tea in studio, and I'm still trying to figure out what is it that makes this tea the only tea that I've ever drank and enjoyed. Ethan, you're a fan of tea. You know, whenever I told you that Joel was coming in, like actually you, you walked in and saw him and you were kind of shocked. I was shocked. I was excited. I was I was feeling all the good emotions. <laughs> I saw Joel and my brain associated him with <laughs> that delicious tea. And I, like, can I just have a hug? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. So if you're watching on Facebook, feel free to share this out. If you haven't had the chance to try Nobility yet, you need to check them out. Um, we're going to find out all about the location, everything that they offer. They were at the Taco Taco Cookoff. Did you have some then? I did. I had some of their chai tea. Did you do the chai? Chai yeah. is so good. Oh my! It was so good. Like I'd never had chai tea, and that, ooh, brings me back. Oh yeah, and <laughs> you you had it uh, when we had it here. We had it with the two percent milk. Yeah. Um, it, it's good. It's good with two percent. The best way to have it. We didn't bring it because we just didn't have enough of it in the store. But uh, vanilla almond milk. Mm. Kills the game. It's the absolute greatest. That sounds good. I'm gonna have to be visiting your stores or store oh, very soon. That's what my dad had. He had the the chai tea, and he was loving it. it. You know, it was beautiful weather at that event, and it was cold in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it warmed up, and it was nice. So it was a it was a good option. It's like I can get my cold drink, and then I can get my chai, which was kind of you know like warm and, and felt uh, fall. So we're gonna go ahead and switch it over. Get to the FM. And have some fun. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Right now it's 9.05 a.m. on a Friday. TGIF, if you are watching on Facebook, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Go ahead and share this stream out. Let me know what you got going on today and this weekend. I have Joel in studio. Joel, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, it's going really well, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Can you let everybody know who has the best tea in, in your opinion? If you were looking for some tea, where do you go? I go to Nobility. Nobility. Where are y'all located? We're located uh, in Clear Lake, one one five one zero Space Center Boulevard. It's going to be really close to the uh, Space Center and um, Genoa Red Bluff intersection, uh, right in front of where the old Colons restaurant used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so the you know the the sign up, a sign up front actually currently says tea to go. It's in the process of getting changed, uh, but man, come on in. We got some amazing, amazing tea. Seventy five different options. So was it at first just like to go, like pick up tea? Is that what you mean, like tea to go? Uh, no, that was just the name of the oh, brand. Oh, that's right, uh, that's right. Change uh, the, the name. Right, we, we we did change the name. Uh, we are now Nobility, like I said. Um, but no, nothing nothing uh, like that has changed. We still do all the the hot teas and cold teas, sweet, unsweet, you know, whatever however yeah. you want to make them. So we met, and I have to give a shout out to Jennifer Fuller with yes. Bay Area Houston Food Lovers. She's the one who who introduced us, and um, you came in. And admittedly, I'm not a fan of tea. And I, I told you that kind of hesitantly, but everything that I've had that y'all have had, I, I've enjoyed. I'm glad to hear. Did you try the strawberry biscuits and lemonade uh, at I did. the cook-off? 
I did, yeah, and it was great. What? How is that compared to Madonna, the Madonna? I'm curious. You know, what's interesting is I guess they're both tea, mm-hmm. but they're different flavors. And to me, when I think of tea, that's not what tea tastes like. Right. So it's just I don't know. I guess yeah. it's a whole a whole new chapter of my life that's been opened <laughs> up that I've never explored well, before. That's why I'm really excited for you to try the teas that we brought you today. Actually, um, we have one for you, one for Ethan as well. Uh, one of them is our October tea of the month. It's called the Blueberry Brew. Uh huh. It's gonna have some uh, blueberry bliss white tea, so it's gonna be a blueberry white tea. We added some uh, blueberry lemonade velocity, so it's gonna give a little sweetness, a little bit of energy as well, and uh, blueberry boba in the bottom. So it's super blueberry. It's actually delicious. It's one of the the best teas that uh, we've had for tea of the month in a while, in my opinion. All right. So y'all do that every month? Like, there's a different tea that's featured? Yeah, absolutely. Every single month we have a, d- a brand new tea. Uh, made by our employees, so it kind of tells us that they're able to taste the tea and mix the teas and see what goes well with each other. And um, yeah, so this one is is also made by one of our employees. Ethan, which one do you want to try? Do you want to try the the blueberry? This one has the the boba. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's called uh, blueberry popping pearls. You like those? This decision is about as hard <laughs> as like picking my favorite song. There's too many good choices. <laughs> Oh, and then the other one? The other one's called mold wine. It's an herbal tea that we have, no actual alcohol or anything like that in mm-hmm. it, of course. Um, but we added a cranberry velocity to it. So uh, I mentioned before last time, uh, the velocity is going to be that crushed green tea, green coffee bean energy extract. That's what's going to give you the boost throughout the day. And that's uh, it's really good stuff. You're not going to have any crash or anything like that. It's not like you know any of the energy drinks that you know you could be drinking. It's supernatural, delicious stuff. Yeah, and that it also gives you a bit of a the the pickup. It does in the morning. I mean, people sometimes need that. You know, the the Astros played late last night. Oh yeah, and sometimes I need a little pickup. You know, the morning drags a little bit. My son was probably late to school, one hundred percent. My phone was telling me to go to Texas Pit Stop Barbecue at eight nineteen in the morning. And sometimes you need barbecue in the morning too. <laughs> I need it's... that extra little umph, you know, the kick. Oh yeah, some nobility and some uh, some ribs. Go. Yeah, I'm good to go. Perfect. Hey, so if you're watching on Facebook, there is currently a poll. It's a favorite tea choice. Um, in, in the options are Texas sweet, sweet, and unsweet. And then I don't like tea. Do y'all offer tea that is considered like, hey, this is Texas tea? Texas sweet tea, you know? Yeah, so whenever we do uh, the, the sweetness, add sweetness to the tea, um, we have like three different levels. The first level is going to be like a semi-sweet, so it's going to be like a half and half. Um, imagine you, know, you have a, a gallon of sweet tea and a gallon of unsweet tea. You're literally pouring half a cup of each. Um, the next one is going to be a standard sweet. So if you go to a restaurant, just a typical sweet tea, not over the top. And then the third level is, is what we call southern sweet. Mm. And that is sweet. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for that kind of sweet tea, we, we definitely have that option for everybody. Wow. So Texas southern sweet tea. And that's, that's really, really sweet. It is quite sweet. But you would be surprised. A lot of people, that's how they drink their tea. Mm-hmm. And who are we to deny them that? That's true. Ethan, whenever you drink tea... Do you drink sweet tea? Like, it, it, for that poll, like, which option would you pick? Uh, I chose Texas sweet. I mean, I feel like with it, when it comes to tea, for me, it can't be too sweet. I don't know. That's, it's just me. I mean, you know, my mom's the complete opposite. She'd rather it be, like, unsweet than too sweet. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious, how are you defining Texas sweet? What does that mean to you? That's, like, as much sugar as you can fit in without <laughs> drinking sugar. Okay. So you okay. just put on a sugar with, like, a side of liquid, you know, yeah. and it's like, bink, and then you just... <laughs> Hey, this is good. I feel great, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Pretty much, pretty much. It's like when Dr. Chapa says you like coffee with your creamer. You know, a lot of people in the, in 
you know, I have to have my coffee. I saw a funny video like a, uh, a comedian put out, mm-hmm. and it was like fall. He, he does these like every year, 2019, and it's like, mm, I love coffee. And it's just like creamer <laughs> and this like a little bit of coffee. But the the fall flavors, um, I like the name, the boo, booberry. Booberry, yeah. Booberry. And Ethan, how's that tea? Have you tried it yet? I have, and it's delicious. How would you describe it? I have no idea. It's just so good. <laughs> that, so what is this one again? Because I think right. that's the one I want to try, yeah, too. Yeah, so that's called mold wine. That's going to be an herbal tea. Um, there's going to be some cinnamon chips in there, a little bit of orange peel. Um, it's just going to taste super uh, you know, fall or wintry. Okay. Uh, and we also added, like I mentioned before, the velocity. We have a cranberry velocity in that. So that's going to be your energy in there today. Well, that's good. Hey, I got to say good morning to Jordan. You you met him. He's with ET Lockouts. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, hey, so he said good morning to you and... There's a lot of comments as well. Here's one from Nina. She said, my kids love the fruit pearls. Yes. Yeah, that's that's uh, what Ethan has in his drink and the one right there, the, the blueberry popping pearls. We have uh, this one, like I said, is blueberry. We have mango, strawberry, peach. We have a rainbow, uh, yogurt, and lemon. I think yogurt, that's, that's cool. It. Yeah, yogurt's actually really good in the chai. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tea is pretty much for, for everyone. I mean, you know, like I was introduced to it as a kid, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a good experience, which kind of set me onto the path I'm on, I am on today and has led me to this new chapter where I enjoy tea. <laughs> uh, now, I, well, I enjoy nobility, but um, it, it's pretty cool. I guess you can go, like, if you want to get something, and then I want my kids to get something, there's, there's something for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know how many options are on the menu? Yeah, so uh, we have over 75 different flavors of loose leaf tea. We've gotten bored um, with just the 75, so we've actually started blending a lot of teas as well. So, you know, whatever 75 options start blending, I mean, the, the, it's unlimited. So yeah. whatever kind of flavor profiles you're looking for, like if you want something with orange cinnamon but also a little bit of blueberry or orange cinnamon with some some sort of other spices like a chai spices, um, you know, we can absolutely blend to, to your liking. Yeah, I think of, of places like, um, you know, like Sonic. Mm-hmm. You know, where they have like the drinks and it's like, oh, you have your normal drinks and you can add all yeah. these flavors and just as creative as you want to get, you can. And that's that's really what I what I enjoy. Not knocking Sonic because I've been there for, you know, my entire childhood as I used to get dive into the Cokes. But um, no, we they, they have the teas and you get a peach tea and a raspberry tea from Sonic. But that's syrup. Yeah. Our teas are totally natural. We have actual shavings of peach, little chunks of peach or chunks of raspberry in our teas. So you're going to get that natural flavor, not that syrupy sweetness flavor. All right. Hey, so you you joined us at the Taco Taco Cook-Off. I did, yeah. And I'm wearing my shirt today, which is my first time to wear it. <laughs> and um, I really like our logo, but and I'm also excited how the shirts came out. So shout out to Southern Sass, Final and More in League City, who uh, printed these up for us, and they came out well. Did you have a chance to, to eat any tacos while you were there? Uh, Not really. I, I did not get a chance to try any. Um, but I actually I tried to go uh, to the the, the the pit stop barbecue, Texas pit stop. Yeah, and um, they were still in the process of cooking, so they didn't they didn't have any any hands out handouts at the time. But uh, from you know looking at the awards that they got, they, <laughs> they they were amazing. They cleaned up shop. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, I ate. I, I stopped counting how many tacos I ate. Mm-hmm. Plus, I didn't have a booth demand, so I was kind of just like. Going around talking to everybody, mm-hmm. and every time I'd go somewhere, someone's like, "Here's a taco! Here's a taco! Here's a taco!" Um, and it was great, but it was a lot of fun. And, and thank you all for for coming out. Absolutely, it was it was so much fun. It was good to get to see you, meet your family, and everything. That was mm-hmm. that was really fun. The tents. 
there was a little bit of drama with the tents because it was really windy in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that w- happened for sure. Um, did they knock over one of y'all's drink? I saw something. They did. Uh, so the person behind us had a tent. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what the business was. It was a, a very nice guy and and a, a lady, and um, they set up a tent and everything. It looked like they had it strapped down and uh, they had you know rope or something, but I guess there was a, a huge gust of wind, and the rope snapped and the the tent flew behind us. Mm-hmm. It knocked over our table and ended up actually breaking one of our quads oh, man. or one, one of the the tubs for the tea. Um, so we're gonna have to get fix that. But uh, yeah, that was a, a whole whole bit of drama that happened. Yeah, I I just I was far away, and I saw a tent go, and I was like, oh no, what happened? But there was a total of three tents that I that I witnessed at the mm-hmm. event that got a gust of wind and, and took right. off going. Yeah, man, but um. I guess that's just the way it is when you do outside events. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it was the weather was beautiful, but the the morning like setting up was it was very very windy. Have y'all done like outside events like that? Uh, not really. Uh, most of the events that we do, we've only done a few, uh, but most of them are inside. So this was actually, I think, probably our first outdoor event. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, ours too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but it was fun. And again, thank you so much for. For uh, going out there and yeah, absolutely. And I had a lot. I, I drank, you know, as, as much tea as I could, <laughs> and it was good. And I'm I'm still drinking some more. I'm glad. So, hey, if somebody's trying to find you on social media, how can they they find you? Maybe look at a menu and find you on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the our website is going to be nobility n o b i l i t e a dot u s not dot com dot u s. You can follow us personally on Instagram. It's going to be nobility spelled the same way underscore Clear Lake, all one word. Uh, and that that page is going to be uh, run by my parents and I, uh, and then my um, our Facebook page is actually linked to our entire corporate um, corporate website uh, or corporate Facebook page, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be you just type in Nobility Clear Lake, uh, and the option that you're going to see is going to be Nobility, and in parentheses is going to have our address, which is the one one five one zero Space Center Boulevard, Houston, Texas. Uh, click that, you know, hit like, hit follow, uh, all that all that good stuff. Yeah. Do they have like a dot T? You know how like those domains, there's like more and more. It's like dot internet, dot online. Yeah. No, I, we've always been uh, dot US. So I'm not sure. I've never seen that extension before. So I was interested. Yeah. You know what would be interesting if they came up with like a dot and then just the letter T? But that would be confusing. Nobility that- dot T. And it's just like T, it's not coming up. Yeah. It's uh, just dot T. Yeah. We are not that fancy yet. <laughs> Okay, hey, here's another comment that I have that I have to read. This is from Carson. It said, "Hey, if my sweet tea isn't 50% sugar, it's not for me." <laughs> hey, Carson, we can hook you up. We can definitely get that southern sweet. That will be certainly 50% sugar. <laughs> and I, I I have a good feeling you might enjoy that. Okay, and then here's someone else's Nina. She said, "I like slightly sweet, like a hint." Yeah, that's really not, and for that that would be our, our semi-sweet option. Mhm. For you, what what's your your like preference? Unsweet. Unsweet. Uh, I am an unsweet fan. Uh, I like the tea for the way that it tastes. Uh, I kind of like the, sometimes there's a little bit of a bitterness, and I really enjoy that. Um, if I do put sweetness, I try and avoid, like, regular sugar. So I'll do, uh, like, a, a stevia, like, truvia, something like that. Uh, in the velocity, I actually like the velocities. That's actually sweet in the stevia, so I don't feel guilty for, you know, having that, that little energy. Yeah, because that's coming from, like, a green, a green Yeah, bean? absolutely. Yeah. So the, the stevia, it comes from the stevia leaf. Okay. So okay. it's just a just a different plant where you can derive a natural sugar from it. Cool. 
Right now it's 918. This is com 99.5 FM. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. It's Friday, and there is a lot of stuff going on this weekend that I think you're going to be getting into. So let me know if you're watching on Facebook. What are your plans this weekend? What uh, what do you have going on, and what kind of positivity are you going to be sharing? With it being fall, you know, there's a lot of of events going on coming up, and, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at y'all's tea right now, mm-hmm. like with the special flavor of the month what are y'all planning for like november and december do you already have those or it's kind of wait and see uh it's wait and see a lot of it's actually experimentation so like i said our uh our employees come up with the 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 teas actually my brother came up with the tea of the month um he's he also helps uh run the store um he's a huge help on the weekends he has a full-time job so he's very uh very busy but every now and again saturday sunday he'll come down be a huge help he made a tea of the month uh during the summer i believe he called it uh, Jake's Blues Crusher. My brother's name is Jake. Uh, Blues Crusher. It's the same base tea as the the blueberry. It's uh, going to be the blueberry white tea, and he added a blue raspberry energy to it. That's definitely been one of my favorite uh, favorite teas of the teas of the month that we have. But um, for the for November December, it's it's tough to tell. Um, we're going to have to play with the flavors. I know for sure in in uh, in November. I would like to have something with a little bit of the orange, a little bit of the cinnamon, kind of get those fall flavors, get you excited for Christmas a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have to play with that a little bit. Nothing's uh, set in stone yet. How important is the coloring, like, to, to match a theme? And, you know, because it's visually yeah. appealing. Like, like, I look at this, you know, uh, glass, this cup of tea, you yeah. know, and it's just like, oh, it's it's pretty to look at. You know, the pretty colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, color is huge um, because we don't want it, actually, for so for this tea of the month, I was trying to play with it a lot uh, because I really wanted to get the look of um, like kind of blood dripping through the the cup, kind of that kind of I don't know splooshing look. I don't know why I said sploosh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> to get that kind of look. And uh, but playing with it was really difficult, so uh, we kind of had to settle a little bit visually for this month. But I'll sh- I have to show you the Easter tea that we that we made because that one was super important to me. Um, we ended up doing i'm trying to remember what the the name of the tea was called um uh, let's see here is it that one uh, that's summer it had little bunnies there we go so um this tea of the month is called the chubby bunny okay and uh so i kind of wanted and you know, it was during the spring it was during easter time so i wanted to have the the vision of like you have the ground like a beautiful blue sky uh and maybe like a little bunny hopping around and so we actually were able to kind of mimic those colors a little oh, bit. Yeah, and we have yeah. the bunny on top of the straw. You can show that that camera and Ethan can get a shot of it right now, right here. Oh, right there. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. That, for Easter? That was for Easter. That's called the Chubby Bunny. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun drink. Um, but yeah, color, it's it's not like uber important, but I will say it's it's really fun to have a pretty looking drink. It um, is. That, you know, people want to put on their Instagram or take a Snapchat of or you know, mm-hmm. do whatever kids do. So here's a suggestion. Um, this is from Jordan. He said, what about eggnog tea? Is that a possibility? <laughs> and nobility. Po- it's a po- possibility <laughs> at nobility. Um, maybe. We'd have to play with it a little bit uh, because a lot of it might come down to um, cost effectiveness. Like, yeah. So if it's expensive to buy eggnog, then nobody is going to want to buy a you know eight dollar tea, right? A that's, chai eggnog. Yeah, uh, we we might be able to. That's it's I guess that's something we could look into. Um, 
I am not a huge eggnog fan personally. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people are. So uh, especially chai, that's actually a really good idea. To mix that with chai and see how that is. Yeah. When you said the the vanilla almond milk usually, uh, yeah, yeah. the two percent, and it's just like man. Because to me, it's it's way th- it's you know it's thick, and so like as a kid, I remember drinking like oh this is like a milkshake, right? You know, and liking it, and so if you thinned it out with some of that chai, that might give that good flavor. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. That could be a good option for sure. I'll just bring my own. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bring my own eggnog. I'll take the chai. Yeah, I'll, I'll add my own, and we go. Well, we actually started selling um, these little small um, personalized bottles of chai for for that mm-hmm. reason. If there's a you know, because we don't carry soy milk, that's really the only milk we don't carry is soy. Okay. Um, but if you ever wanted to make a chai at home, we have these little personalized, I think it's uh, either 12 or 16 ounce bottles of chai that you just mm-hmm. add a little bit to your milk and good to go. So you could have an eggnog chai. Oh, I would try it. I would try it. So this is from Yvonne. This is a comment on, on Facebook. It says for February, Bayberry. She said, get it? Something with strawberry. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yvonne. I'll, I'll have to take that in consideration. Bayberry. Bayberry. Hmm. We could do something like that, right? Um, we could make like a peak pink tea with a or maybe like a red boba, like a strawberry boba in the bottom. Yeah, that could look good. You could just reuse this one for boo boo berry because it's like, oh, it's my boo. <laughs> it's my boo. <laughs> it's my boo. And it's just like, wait a second, wasn't this for doctors? Like, no, 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 it was not. It was I different. don't know what you're talking about. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, you have any ideas? Ethan's like the pun the pun master. You probably haven't been thinking about it, huh? Uh, give me like ten minutes to think about <laughs> it, and I'll come back with something. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, right now it's 924. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. We're hanging out, talking to Joel with Nobility. And there's a lot of comments that are coming in on suggestions. And I think that suggestions are good. You know, how Absolutely. important is it to listen to customers and customer service to you guys? Oh, it's huge. Customer service um, is, just in general, is is huge for us. Um we want customers to come in. My mom, uh, all of my family, we strive to know as many names of our customers as possible. So we have a, a morning crew of, you know, 10, 15 people that come in every single day. It's kind of like we it's here. It's like, like cheers. Everyone comes in. Hey, you know, hey, Vicky, how are you doing? Or, yeah. you know, uh, so it's 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 really fun. It's important to us that people feel welcome and that it's kind of a, a fun, safe, homey environment for people to, to come in and have a have a glass of tea or yeah. start their morning off or. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like creating drinks, like that's absolutely like we definitely take our uh, uh, customers, you know, thoughts into into consideration, and we want them to have a tea that they're gonna love and they're gonna come back for frequently. So that's cool. yeah, it's 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 super important. Do you ever just start making a drink when you see someone come in because you already know what they're gonna order? Oh yeah. Uh, so I have a funny story. We have a, a gentleman that comes in every single day. His name is Chris, and. Uh, Chris, we didn't know his name for probably a good two and a half or three months. Was he like chai tea, like <laughs> whatever he is? No, that's ex- he. We actually called him Chai Guy, uh, and <laughs> we still do. We call him Chai Guy, and every single morning we'll see his car pull up, and we'll start his his hot chai latte with vanilla almond milk. Same thing every morning, and then he'll come again in the afternoon for his lunch tea, and then for his lunch tea he actually tells us, "Hey, I don't know what I want. You you decide." I don't like these two flavors. I don't like coconut. I don't like peppermint. Don't put them in the tea. I'm going to love it. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we create a drink for him every single day. And it's something different. Something different. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, sometimes, okay, there's a restaurant that, that I go to, and it's an Asian restaurant. And I go, and I, you know, you order the same thing, and so then they start bringing it out. Then I'm scared to try new things. <laughs> At that point, it's just like, well, okay, well, I'm yeah. going to eat this, you know, and it's good. But um, I'm like, 
my wife like hey, can i try your food because <laughs> i'm scared to order something else but it's it's always nice whenever you know if somebody knows your name mm-hmm. they know what you get they just remember it makes a big difference yeah. that's my my uh parents and grandparents and i every single friday night so tonight also um we go to the same mexican restaurant we have for the past gosh i don't know how many over a decade and um we know the waiter we sit in the same spot every time they they bring the drinks they bring you know they know what food we how we like it and mm-hmm. um there's something nice about having that feeling that's and ha- having that sort of customer service and that's kind of what we're striving for here's a question this is from my wife who's watching on sure. social media so good morning good morning she said uh tiavana used to have something called monkey picked oolong okay but i liked it and she wants to know if you know what that is or and if you have anything liked it what kind of weird Jen, what were you drinking yeah well, so I know um, that's a, a a very high quality. It's I think from my understanding that that orange peaking I think is what it's called. Okay, um, is a very high quality tea um, that is ab- inordinately expensive for us mm-hmm. to obtain. Uh, we do have an organic um, top shelf oolong tea, but it's not um, gonna taste like that. It's it's gonna be a little different. What's oolong? Is it just kind of a, a leaf or something? Yeah. Or? So um, oolong is actually going to be very similar to like a black tea. The difference is, and I, I, I guess let's take this a step back because last time I was on, you asked me a very good question and I had a dumb answer for it. Um, you asked me when I said tea is processed, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said I didn't know. Um, and I felt very silly for that. So I went back and looked it up. And really the, the processing part of it is um, just oxidation. So when you come into our store, come into any store, and you see a black tea, for the most part, black tea is going to be um, crushed. It's going to be pretty fine, more or less, uh, and that's to increase the rate of oxidation. Um, so they'll they'll put it in like a flame, they'll dry it out, uh, and that's the processing part. So some teas can be fermented, like our red teas are fermented, but black teas, white teas, and green teas are all going to be dried, roasted to some extent. Okay. Um, so black teas are going to be the most processed. They're going to be the most crushed, most dried. Then there's going to be oolong, which is just a step down from black tea. So it's going to be a little, um, not as crushed, but uh, still going to be oxidized. Then there's green tea, which is uh, crushed even less, um, oxidized even less. And then there's white tea, which is almost literally cut from the bush straight and dried. Okay. What's your favorite? It just depends? It does depend. It depends on the mood. Um, I really, there's not a tea that I don't like. Um if I'm going to lean towards the tea, it's probably going to be a black tea just because I like that caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's ever an afternoon or something where um, I need to go to sleep early, I don't want to stay up on, on caffeine. You know, white teas and green teas are a great option, too. Yeah. Hey, um, are you a fan of the Astros you've been watching and oh, following? Yeah. Absolutely. You think they close it out tonight? Uh, yeah, they have to. And if you were drinking tea, like, that's what I'm thinking because, like, it's a little bit later nights, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you're rooting for the, for the Astros. Yeah. And- it's been making like these mornings like a little bit harder, throwing people off of their schedules oh, and yeah. stuff. So that's something I always think about. Like if I was drinking a like a soda or like watching, it's like you can't. Well, right. you can, but it's going to make it even harder to go to sleep. Absolutely, because your heart gets beating. Like in the eighth and ninth inning, it's are you already <laughs> there? And then you like drinking something else, or if you oh, have yeah. tea, it just adds on. So it's good to have options to be like, oh, I want, I want less, yeah, less caffeine or no caffeine. Yeah. What kind of options do y'all have for the, for that? So for like I said, the less caffeine would be the white tea, and that's just a, a marginal amount of caffeine. Um, so that will not keep you up. But then we for the caffeine free options for the people that can't do it at all or are hypersensitive, something like this. We have herbal teas, we have wellness teas, we have um, the rooibos, the red teas that I mentioned before uh, that are fermented. Uh, we have those as well. 
Um, lots of different options for for no caffeine. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's see. Right now it's nine thirty. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back uh, on the FM, we can touch on how you got started in tea because you didn't start out on a on a tea journey. Right. No, I certainly did not. So yeah. Well, it just happened. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> this is KCA Radio ninety nine point five FM. Coming up next is Bethel. The song's called Every Crown. Cool. Facebook. What's up, guys? Hey, I see a lot of people tuning in. Mr. Diego, good morning, sir. Officer Officer Reyes. I got pulled over the other day. Oh, no. In Texas City. Just trying to, you know, be positive, you know, support the cities, sure. boost the economy. Yeah. Um, you know, promote local business. There it is. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Texas City and had a meeting over there, and I was going up 146 to Kima. And I love our first, you know, the oh. the law enforcement officers mm-hmm. and responders and everybody. But I got pulled over. I was going fast. I didn't know how fast I was going. My car just has a mind of its own sometimes. Tries right. telling me to go to Texas Pit Stop Barbecue at 819 in the morning. And sometimes it goes 70 <laughs> and a 55. What am I supposed to do? Oh, no. Right? Yeah, I got a ticket. Uh, I need to take care of that. You should probably do so, that. But when I go, I'm going to go to yeah. the court or wherever I'm supposed to go. And I'm going to say, hey, I'm just going to ask because it doesn't hurt. Can you just dismiss this and see what they say? It never hurts just to ask. They probably will say They're no. They're going to look up and be like, no. Yeah, thanks for asking. Ask. <laughs> <And> never. <laughs> they can't make it more expensive. So, yeah. Whenever, I mean, do you, when was the last time you got pulled over? Have you ever been pulled over? Oh, yeah. I've been pulled over twice. Uh, one of them was by uh, Pasadena PD. And then the first one, was the first one by Pasadena PD? It might have both been Pasadena. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think they were. They were both Pasadena. Do you ever just like hand a card or a gift card and be like, "Thank you, officer, for all you do"? You know, here's a nobility gift card. Like trying no. to be like, I don't know. Uh, that's a good idea though, because actually we we do have a, a first responders discount at our store. We do like fifteen percent off for all uniformed officers or officers in uniform. Yeah. Um. So that's not a bad idea. Maybe that would kind of entice them. But I also don't want to get caught with like bribing a police officer. No, but just wait till you get the ticket, like, and then after, so that way they know you're not trying oh, to bribe okay, them. Okay. 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 And then, but next time, be like, yeah. I remember, or like, if he gets all the officers going, yeah. and then they're like, oh yeah, no. It's so like maybe nobility. don't slip it in with you know your insurance card and driver's license. <laughs> no, don't. do This that. one's for you, officer. <laughs> I don't know the rules on all that, but like. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll try not to do that. Yeah, but after, just be like, thank you, you know, for. For everything that you do, yeah, absolutely. Every day, yeah. We had actually, we have a, a couple officers that come into our shop every morning. Um, they don't get a single thing; they just come and check up on us. So we're really appreciative for all of the the police officers and first responders out there. Yeah. So I need to make a decision if I want to do like deferred disposition, mm-hmm. if I want to do defensive driving. Defensive driving for sure. I think is just what you need the to ticket. do. Yeah. There's Save like your- so many options now. Yeah. Last. If you do defensive driving, you save your insurance a little bit. Yeah. The last two times I did it, which this is like over the span of my driving career, I did like the comedy one. Have you ever done like one of the comedy oh, ones? so painful. <laughs> it is. It hurts. I did. I, that's, the, that's the first one I did. Yeah. No, it, the comedy guys. Uh, yeah. Not, <laughs> not my jam. And then the next one I did was online. Which is painful too. Oh, the comedy one I did was online. Oh, it was. Yeah, I, I went in person. It was a was it Labrisa's? maybe it was better. There was a, on five eighteen in uh, Leak City on the uh-huh. west side of forty five. There's a restaurant there, and I think it's changed names since. It's still there. It's a Mexican restaurant, but they had a whole room, and you went and did. I was probably like eighteen years old, right. so it was like, you know, mid two thousand five, say I don't know something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, yeah, you had to sit there and listen to the 
the comedian and then oh my take the gosh. test. And then I did an online one where it was just like watch the video, then answer the questions, but yeah. you couldn't like skip ahead. That's that's yeah. the one I did. So the the one I did it was a, a comedy one online. And it was the same way. They would show you videos, and then they would ask you the most obscure questions possible to make sure you're actually paying attention to the video. So the, the questions would be like, what kind of backdrop was Chuck sitting in right. front of? Or what, what what color was his bow tie? Or something like that. Not relevant to the- Yeah, not at all. Yeah, the material. So I couldn't even be doing homework or something. <laughs> I, I would have to be totally dedicated, at least during the video time, to, to doing that. Okay, my wife clarified. Marina's, that's the restaurant. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Over there. So, all right. Big decision to make for me. Yeah. Ethan, have you ever been pulled over? You haven't been driving that long, have you? Uh, Yeah, I've only been driving for about two years now, uh, and I haven't been pulled over yet. How old are you? Uh, 17. Oh. (laughs) I definitely thought you were like mid-upper 20s. I know, right? He's yeah. like 26 years old or something. <laughs> the other day we had a guest in and they were asking, because he moved here from Kentucky, uh-huh. and they asked where he lived. And he's like, well, I live with my mom, you know, or like with my And I was like, well, no. First of all, Ethan, he's not like 30 years old. <laughs> he's 17. Like, oh, my gosh. He's still okay. in high school, but he's homeschooled. And so he's okay. able to come in here and hang out and cool. and hopefully have some fun. Oh, it's always fun, especially when we have no nobility. nobility. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Ethan, don't don't speed. Don't speed. What makes it difficult is all of the construction. Yeah. 55, 40, 70, like I don't know, I just yeah. have to guess. So, um upon reflection upon my second ticket, my first one was Pasadena. My second one was actually in College Station. It wasn't here in Houston. Mm-hmm. And uh, a motorcycle cop was hiding and he got me. <laughs> Man. Yeah. For sure. I I can't hide it. I was going probably 55 and a 35. Like I I didn't realize how fast I was going, but I knew I shouldn't have been going that fast. Mm-hmm. And now they have these. It looks like this, kind of like a cell phone. It wasn't a cell; it was a little bit thicker. But you know, they had a little stylus pin on there. Oh yeah. In the tickets, electronic, it gets yeah, followed they're, right they're in. They're super efficient about giving you tickets. They are. You know, I was there for like four minutes. I was like, well, I was it's impressed. Not, that's pretty quick turnaround time. He started writing the ticket before yeah. he even got to my car. <laughs> like no joke, he had it out and then yeah. And whenever I get pulled over, I always make sure that I, I take out my license because I don't want to be digging for anything. Oh, sure. My license, uh, insurance, or whatever, and I just have my window down. Yeah. Hands on the you know on the steering wheel. Oh yeah. I'm ready to go. So he was this, and then he was like, "I'm gonna take a picture." So there was no chance of a warning. So there, yeah, no, he was there. He's like, "I'm taking a picture because some a lot of people say that it wasn't them. They try and deny it." And so he put the thing on me, and he took a picture. So I had like the biggest smile, like I just like smiled really big, and he was like. That's a good picture. New, I was like, thank you. New profile picture. That, I was like, can you send me a copy of that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask. Okay, that's the other thing I'm going to ask. Can you just dismiss this and we'll, per- we'll forget it ever happened? <laughs> and then the other thing I'm going to say is, you have a copy of the picture? Because I don't. Yeah. I need to check. Was F- that really Follow-up question. I'm still getting this ticket. Can I at least get that picture? <laughs> Facebook. I need to post it to my Facebook yeah. friends. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, so our next guest is going to be uh, with UPW, and that's wrestling. Okay. Growing up, did you ever watch wrestling? Uh, no, that was not my thing. Yeah. I was more uh, baseball, football, golf. That was my my area. Okay. Did you put you play golf? I do. Yeah, I still play golf. That's my my sport of choice is golf. We are trying to find a golf course to to shoot this video idea that we have. Where around here are there golf courses that you can um, um, like that are like good or fun or at least like pretty? I think a lot of them are just like pretty. I guess I don't know. Yeah, there's some there there's some not great courses, but Depending on how far you want to drive, I mean, you're pretty close to Galveston. Uh, Moody Gardens Golf Course is mm-hmm. 
gorgeous. Okay. Um, that's a beautiful one. Um, if you want to go a little bit more that way to Friendswood, Timber Creek Golf Course is where um, I practiced the most in high school. Um, that's another good one. Um, there's, oh, what's the name of it? Uh, Magnolia Creek. That's okay. A, that's a great, Magnolia Creek and South Shore in League City, mm-hmm. uh, South Shore Harbor. Um, those are all beautiful, beautiful courses. All right. I wonder if they'll let us. It was just an, an idea that we had, but um, yeah, we're, so the area that we live in, is very diverse in people sure and areas too like as far as you know you think of Kima, galveston you think of like league city mm-hmm. santa fe lamarck hitchcock like all these places that you have there's a little bit of everything like you say oh you can drive down to moody gardens and it's yeah like a resort absolutely it's moody gardens has grown so much since i was a kid it's insane I actually have a four pack of tickets to the Moody Gardens Rainforest exhibit. Oh, nice! Over there that I've been waiting, and it's Ethan's like sneaking over, <laughs> and I'm just waiting for the right opportunity to give them away. And I don't mm-hmm. know how or when or where or to an officer, but yeah. they will be given away. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a set of hands, like I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll nab those. I got two hands right here. <laughs> so, all right. Um, oh, and then uh, Officer Reyes said that Texas City has one too. It's cool. I'll have Perfect. to check that out. Okay, so we got we'll play a little bit more of this song and then we can go on on the FM and we'll talk a bit about how you got started in tea, like yeah. the, the switch. For sure. Do you yeah. have a nickname cuz I could see someone being like he's the tea man. You uh, know? I do not. I personally do not. My mom does. What is uh, it? She's the tea lady. <laughs> right. uh, we go uh, so we're, our store is super close to an HEB, which is also super close to our house. So after work we'll go get groceries or something like this and um, there will be little kids with their moms, and they'll go, "Mom, look, it's it's the tea lady." <laughs> they'll be like, "Shh, stop talking." It's <laughs> <laughs> like I am. Yeah, I'm the tea plug. Yeah, you know, like is, me tea, you come to me. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a good feeling to kind of get recognized in the community for you know for what you're what you're doing and what you're selling, and mm-hmm. it's a good feeling. I agree. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, let's see. So we'll play. We can just go ahead and go on now. Let's get into this. Here we go. All right. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM, and hanging out with Joel with Nobility, talking about everything that they have going on. Joel, it's Friday. Yeah. You know, it, it feels like it's going to be a good one. The Astros play tonight. Life's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. it's Life is great. I'm, I'm praying for a win. I think we got this. And then the World Series. I think the Nationals are in. Nationals. They're in. And they're a, they're a good-looking team. They're, they're, they're going to be a good fight. It's the pitching, right? They, their pitching is just like on fire at the right time for the yeah. Nationals, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's tonight. Make sure that you tune in and uh, root the the Astros to a victory. The game's in New York again, which I don't really yeah. like the two three two lineup. You're right. Because if you drop, then you have the opportunity to lose. <laughs> you have the home field. You just lose away. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, but thankfully they won last night. Yeah. Um, Joel, you are from this area, and I, last time we chatted, we talked about how you were looking at school, and can you kind of share what you went to school for, where'd you go, and then how did you end up down here with nobility? Right, so uh, I, I went my undergrad again was in uh, Texas A&M. Uh, I actually didn't study business or anything like that. I'm a, a biochemist by trade, and uh, so yeah, I went to school for that, and then there was a tea shop there that I absolutely adored. And I started to get to the point, and I had a job and everything, so all my money was my own. I wasn't using my all of my parents' money. And um, so I'd be going there three, four, five times a week, and my parents were like, Joel, what, what the heck is, are you getting at this this tea shop? Like, what 
what are you spending so much money on? I said, guys, you don't understand. You have no clue how good this tea is. <laughs> and they're like, Joel, it's tea. Come on. I was like, no, listen, next time you're up in College Station, like, let me take you there. It's absolutely incredible. And they're like, okay, whatever. So they come up maybe a, a month later, and uh, I said, perfect. This is the opportunity. I'm taking you all to the tea shop. So we take them there, and there was one tea that I always got. It was a, a mango blossom tea, a black tea. It's fantastic. It's what got me hooked, and so that's what I recommend my parents. And before even tasting the tea, um, they walked into the shop, and it had a very similar feel to how our shop feels, very homey, very mm-hmm. welcoming. And uh, my mom, my mom's name is Cindy. My dad's name is Fred. And my mom looked at my dad, Fred, she said, Fred, like, we need, we need one of these in, in Houston and Clear Lake. Like, this needs to be a thing. And um, my mom worked for Clear Creek Independent School District for 17, 18 years. What was she uh, doing there? Uh, so she started off uh, when I was in kindergarten. She was uh, started off as an aide, a teacher's aide. Mm-hmm. And um, then she slowly, actually pretty rapidly, if you consider the situation, progressed through the, the, the district. And so started off as an aide. Then she ended up um, as a, a special ed aide in particular. Then she went to becoming a resource teacher. So she finally got her own classroom. Um, then she went to the front office and she worked as a, a, a data specialist um, in charge of like, the student data for the school. And then um, she developed a really good relationship with the district um, data coordinator. And um, the data coordinator ended up um, saying, hey, I have this opening. I really want you to apply. Um, Then she now works for the district. And um, then the coordinator eventually left. And then my mom took her position. So literally she she rose through the ranks. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. But uh, so she that's what she did for 17, 18 years. Uh, and my dad's been an accountant. He's, he went to University of Houston, uh, did finance and accounting. And um, so he's he's gone through uh, several different positions. And like I said before, right now he's a CFO for a floral distribution company. Um, so he's busting his tail. He's doing fantastic. I'm so proud of him. And um, so anyway, he has the business side. My mom has that sort of personality side from being in the school for so long. And... Uh, so they just kind of fell into place. She ended up quitting, and now she has this amazing store that she's developed all these relationships with. And, um, yeah, it's kind of here we are. And then with you being the biochemist, you also have the ability. You're like, okay, this tea and this tea. So you kind of come <laughs> in with the with the flavors. Mom with the, the personable, you know, people yeah, skills. Dad exactly. with the business side. Yeah, so uh, that's that's pretty much how it's been. Um, obviously, my mom has come up with several amazing drinks as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I try and mess with the tea as much as I can. And um, I'm actually also, um, Yvonne, you mentioned earlier, she's uh, in my MBA class with me. I'm getting my MBA at the University of Houston also, graduating in May. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, so it's really exciting. And um, so that kind of helped my dad out on the business front as much as I can too. Cool. How do you find the time? Uh... <laughs> Really good scheduling. Uh, yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Having a planner, um, just really sticking to it and um, saying, you know, I'm blocking this two hours out for homework. I'm blocking this two hours out for, you know, uh, I don't know nobility work. And then there's six hours for work work. And then it's yeah. like KHEA radio interview. I need to go to the Taco Taco Cook Oven. <laughs> and then I uh, also have to, to keep, you know, my school stuff going. But yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's uh you know, getting an MBA is, is a pretty big deal. You know, it's not always the easiest to get into these programs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was a process. It was a journey. And um, going leaving A&M, I applied to 
three different programs. One, two, three. Three different programs. Yeah. All of them were going to be based here in Houston because I wanted to be be back at home. And uh, one of them was at Rice. One of them was at uh, UT, A&M, and at U of H. So I guess four, four programs. And UT, it was an automatic no because I didn't have the work experience that they were they were looking for. Um, I applied anyway. I, I I figured maybe you know they'll find an exception. Right. I, I am not an exception. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, I got an interview with Rice, and I got an I did not get an interview with A and M, which I was I was I was kind of surprised about. But I think the same thing. I didn't have the work experience that they were looking for for the professional program. And um, so got an interview with U of H and with Rice, and um, I was able to get into both of them. And then I saw how much Rice was charging. <laughs> And I saw that U of H gave me a scholarship, and I said, U of H, <laughs> go Cougs. Go Cougs. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Did you have to take the GRE? Yeah, so that, that's, that's actually a new thing. Um, before, I think it, you could take, there was a, a business test, and I'm forgetting the name of it, um, but that's usually what it was before. They just started either this year or the year prior accepting the GRE, and that was uh, the test that I already taken, so it worked out well. Yeah, because I looked at, uh, you know, for most, you know, MBA programs are like, oh, we want your GRE. Yeah. And for me, uh, I I have a, a master's degree in technical communication from Arizona State. And that was one thing they didn't require was mm. a GRE. And I was like, sweet. Plus, I'm a big Rockets fan. And James Harden went to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at the stuff. And I was like, so that was just the only, well, I applied it a couple places. Sure. And um, that's where I got in. So I was I was good to go. But that was like one thing I was like, no GRE, sweet. I don't want to have to, <laughs> to study, you know, to take a test that hopefully you'll let me in. Just this is what I've done and this yeah. is what I do, you know. Yeah. So and it worked out too for me because um, the GRE is also what you take to get into a bunch of different PhD programs. And in my junior, uh, junior and senior year of college, um, I was still thinking I wanted to go get a PhD in chemistry, mm-hmm. and it ended up not working out that way just because. I had a sort of falling out with my research professor and he sort of killed my love for that a little bit. And so ended up going the MBA route. Uh, and this was right as we got the start of the nobility as well. Made sense. So yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Like I can help, help my family out, get a, a, you know, a graduate degree. Um, and also it helps me in my, in my future because at the end, you know, end of the, the year in May, um, I'm not going to be pretty much here in Houston anymore. I'm, I'm going to be moving to California. So, what? Yeah. Um, What's going on? So the the move to California is actually going to be, uh, and it's still tentative. Nothing is set in stone. Yvonne, Craig, Chris, or whoever else is worried that I'm going to leave them. Um, <laughs> like, what about the project yeah. we're, we're working on here? What's yeah. going on? Uh, no, that's 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 not not set in stone. But um, my what what I want to do is out there. So I, I'm going to get my MBA. My focus is in uh, marketing analytics, product marketing. And so there's a position that that I want, but I have to be out there for it. So I interned for it this summer. Actually, I was in California this summer, and I absolutely adored it. So can you share what it is? Or yeah, you no, no, I absolutely it? can. So the company I work for is called Agilent Technologies, and uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure if you're familiar, there's a huge one of our, our largest competitors is Thermo Fisher, and it's kind of like the, the our big big one. They're in, and they're here here in Houston also, but. Uh, Agilent Technologies, we manufacture um, biochemical analysis equipment. So we sell a lot to, you know, refineries for to test like petroleum purity, or we sell a lot to um, academia, like research college institutes, stuff like that. Um, pharmaceuticals, biopharma, those are a huge customer of ours as well. 
And uh, there's actually a funny story. Another major customer of ours is the U.S. Olympics. Mm -hmm. And the Olympic Committee, this would have been probably a a few, maybe 10 years or so ago, uh, we had just released a brand new uh, instrument. And these instruments, like I said, are used to do some sort of um, screening. So you can do like drug testing on them. And so top of the line instrument, no one has anything like it. The uh, Olympic Committee buys five of these instruments for, for drug testing. After it was publicized that they purchased these instruments, uh, we also got a large order from the government of Russia for the same instrument. Now, I'm not <laughs> correlating one thing to another, but uh, you, you put the pieces together however you wish to. It's getting hot in here. I don't, yeah. even, know what, I don't even know why. The temperature just dropped. Just dropped. Man, okay. Yeah. So that's that's kind of kind of kind of funny. Well, that's that's pretty cool though. Like the the one of the clients is the U.S. Olympics. Yeah. I was, was going to say I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. The U.S. Olympic Committee. Okay, <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So, so that's out in California. Yes, it is in um, Santa Clara is the official, but it's uh, in San between San Jose and San Francisco, so okay. North, North California. Yeah, San Jose, San Francisco. So my wife, she got uh, she went to school, um, in there was a school in San Francisco. She got a a master's degree in art history mm-hmm. and so like out there it's really nice but you know it's like windy all the time there i'm just like oh you yeah know, oh no i i it's gonna be like taco taco cook-off morning but every all day the time. <laughs> that's one thing i was like so cold like when we were out there i was like why am i so yeah. cold it's like do you like this but there's like zero humidity and it's amazing well but the airport there and I, have you flown into san francisco's yeah airport? i've flown into san francisco i've flown into san jose i've flown into most of the airports yeah that airport like it it, it was kind of weird because you land and it's like the water, like I'm looking out the window, I'm like, okay, I don't see the oh, land. Oh, this is it. <laughs> There's water right underneath us. And then next thing you know, yeah. you're like on the land. It was the weirdest yeah. thing uh, ever. It's scary. Going there. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make sense. <laughs> you if to... you've been to San Francisco airport, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. If not, go go check it out. Yeah. And then you can uh, say hi to Joel when he's working Yeah. pretty much for the Olympics. He's pretty much an Olympian. I'm, pretty... <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, I'm just waiting for my gold medal. It's coming in the mail at some point. <laughs> All right. So right now it is 9.52. On a Friday morning, this is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Uh, we've been talking about everything, nobility, and, and what Joel has going on and balancing life and, and yeah. work and, and everything else. So time management, that's the secret. I'm going to write that down. It really is. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. <laughs> that's probably what I need help on. Um, where did you, I mean, where do you learn that? Is that something that you just like developed on your own or is that something you like specifically researched to see how do I balance all of this? Um, I wouldn't say I learned it on my own, but I definitely didn't research it either. Uh, my mom is extremely organized. And so I feel like I got a lot of her organization uh, and sort of implemented that in my sort of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super into like my phone right now has like a total detailed list of everything I need to do today. Um Include like for work and like this interview and yeah like everything in total. Do you use your calendar app or is there a special app that you have for it's it? A calendar app. Okay. Yeah, nothing special. Not into buying things I don't have to. Yeah, that's what I use as my is mine too. Like the calendar, and that's the thing that I didn't understand. I'm still going back to this. Mm-hmm. My phone trying to tell me that I need to go to Texas Pit Stop Barbecue. Hey, did you okay? Did you you saw the picture? Yeah, I right? did. I saw that picture for sure. Because if you see, it says nine o'clock to ten o'clock. It has your name. It says Joel Nobility. <laughs> I was like, why <laughs> phone? Why did you think that I could make it? You know, I got forty minutes. Mm-hmm. 
go eat like a big barbecue meal <laughs> and then make it back real quick. Like you know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Why are you tempting me? You know. Yeah. From- and they're not even open yet. They're not even so, open yet. <laughs> you'd be waiting a little bit. <laughs> I would miss the interview here on KHEA with you, you know, talking about nobility, right. and then I would just be the 11, and I'd be like, whoops. <laughs> like, I missed my entire show. Yeah. I meant to ask, uh, do you do, like, mobile? Like, do you ever take this mobile and do, like, uh, mobile broadcast, stuff like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we should, do. Maybe it wanted you to do that. Maybe a mobile, mobile ah. broadcast, get some barbecue, and we can talk about tea and life and all that fun stuff. Now you're talking. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. See? I didn't. I didn't think about that. Yeah, we have the ability to go mobile. So if you want to reach out and you have an idea for a show that makes sense, we can we can make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. We can make it happen. So like this gear, like even the video and everything. Well, we have a different board and you know some mics that are mobile and mm. different headphones and stuff. But it goes in a backpack. We can set it up. So well, I'm not even going to mention that. But we're we're looking at doing live sports and be on the lookout for that as well um, through social media and over the air and every every other way. So right now, uh, let's see, it's 9.55. Is there anything else you'd like to share or retouch on before before 10 o'clock? No, just like us on Facebook. Like I said, uh, the name's going to be uh, Nobility. Uh, you can type in Nobility Clear Lake. It'll show up uh, Nobility in parentheses with our address, which is 11510 Space Center Boulevard, Houston, Texas. Um, like, follow us on Instagram. The Instagram handle is going to be Nobility, N-O-B-I-L-I-T-E-A underscore Clear Lake. Um, and that's what we're going to post all of our good stuff, all of our specials, you know, if we're running any discounts on gallons or anything like that. So, uh, follow us, be on the lookout and, uh, thanks for having me, man. Is, is your mom's name Cindy? It is Cindy. Yeah. Good morning, Cindy. She said that he had a life plan at 13 talking about you that you got yeah. the whole thing together. Huh? That's a whole thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be an architect for the longest time. And I, uh, looked up to U of H's architecture school, like no other, cause it's one of the best in the country. And um, so there was one day at 13 where I was really bored in the morning. I was literally looking through all of the, the different classes that U of H offered in their architecture program. And I made a whole list and I sent it to my parents. I'm like, here's my life plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been sort of a, a dedicated type person. What school district did you go to? Like what's what Clear school? Creek. Clear Creek Independent Creek? School District. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I, so me growing up, I want I played music, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be like in a rock and roll band, and that's all I wanted to do. I was like, well, that that's that would be my life plan. <laughs> and uh, you don't see me playing rock music today. So <laughs> life changes, but hey, uh, you know it, it's just interesting the way life. I mean, even for you, yeah. you know, as well and stuff. So yeah, it's it's been great. It's been a roller coaster. Cool. Well, thank you for hanging out, and thank you for the tea. Of course, enjoy it. It's delicious. Remind me one more time what kind of options that uh, that you brought in because there's it. There, I remember the booberry. Yeah, the booberry brew. Uh, so what you're drinking right now, that's going to be the mold wine. That's a, a winter seasonal tea, which actually we don't have yet. Technically, this is just a a preview or a tea view, if you will, <laughs> uh, of our, our our winter selection. So uh, just wanted you to to get that and get excited for the winter. We got a bunch of bunch of good stuff coming out. Cool. Hey, Jordan. He had said a couple things with ET Lockout, so shout uh, out to to Jordan. He had said he's about to head over there, I guess, to the to the shop. And yeah. Then also, he said that they use some of those instruments in their lab. So some yes, of the stuff they, they do. absolutely do mass specs and all that stuff. I know. Um, I think he works for SDS, and they're they're another uh, new customer of ours, or more recent customer. Yeah, and then also he said, "Don't move, <laughs> don't go to oh. California." <laughs> so there's that. There's that as well. So, all right, we're going to take a break on the FM. we come back. We're going to be talking UPW. Again, Joel, thank you. And make sure that you go check out Nobility and uh, sample some of these drinks that yeah, absolutely. that I've had you know, as well. And they're, they're awesome. So this is KGA Radio, 99.5 FM. All right. 
Thank you. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah, thank you for having me. About to switch it up and talk some wrestling. Ooh. Local wrestling. Man, I'm a big fan of, of uh, wrestling. Are you? Well, I, I watched a bit until my mom made me stop. I have an older sister, but she's like a year, like two years older than me. Mm-hmm. So like in junior high, I'm like, hey, I'm going to put you in the figure four leg lock and like scorpion <laughs> death lock. You know, I'm like 11, yeah. you know, and so were you, she didn't were like you it. So into like the professional wrestling or like the WWE? Oh yeah, well oh, it was yeah, WCW cuz it was WWF back then. Right, 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 and right. then they were like a little bit more not I don't know, they called it like the attitude era. So my mom was like, "You're not watching this." And I'm like, "That's fine. I'll watch the WCW. I got like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, you know, Sting and and like Lex Luger, those guys. So that's yeah. what I grew up I grew up with. And then but I had like my Nintendo 64 playing the video games and the NWO was a thing, so that's what I got into, and it's fun because now they have these local promotions, and I'll I'll take my son, you know, whenever whenever I can, and and uh, go check it out. And so my cousin, he's like twenty, he uh, does some some wrestling, but he wrestled it. Uh, he's from Katy, and wrestled like all you know four years in high school, but he got into it because of the WWE. Yeah. Like watching, it's like oh, I'll do this in high school. That's something I always wondered. I wondered how many people actually got into actual wrestling from the WWE. Yeah. That was yeah, that was him, and I know they, his sister, his little sister did too, and they went to, like Katie is a is a pretty good, uh, like I don't know, like their school and stuff. So I know they like went to state, and she like placed in her division like top four, and then they won state like collectively as a team. Specifically, getting into wrestling, amateur wrestling in high school because of watching the WWE. So you know, in my my cousin now he is pursuing his professional wrestling career and i've been able to watch and, and root him on so it's pretty neat to see him follow follow his dreams like why not man yeah go for it so awesome. but i know sometimes it's not the easiest life you know because these guys you know they're working their full-time job right and then got to go on you know friday saturday sunday or wherever yeah to go wrestle and get get and some I've bumps and bruises some, some pretty nightmare stories about how they kind of treat their professional wrestlers that they're not treated the best and yeah Yeah, every day, and then get up and and do it again. Yeah. So, hey, thank you. I'll see you soon. Hey, holler at me if you need anything or for for whatever, okay? All right, so we're going to be talking UPW. Hey, uh, we're going to have Bart Bart Harrison, and I see that Mr. Johnny Blade, he said Blade's Bunch is greater than the NWO. You know, you're probably right. You are probably right. Yeah, I think we may be able to have you call in. Uh, for whatever reason, my phone wasn't properly connecting to the board. But as of yesterday, I made a change, and I think we may be able to have them. Hey, you want a drink? Do you drink tea? Uh, no, I got water. I don't drink tea either, but this is nobility. <laughs> and it's, I don't drink tea, but this is like a booberry. I don't. <laughs> you got some water? No, shoot. I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> if you want to try it, yeah. Cause I'm already chugging. I'm chugging this one. Ethan has his, and um, it has a big straw because it has like little blueberry, <laughs> little blueberry things in there. Mm. Yep, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, how you doing today? Doing real good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. You can adjust that mic if you want to, if you need to pull it up or yeah. or anything like that. Okay. So, Bart, your last name is Harris, right? Yes, sir. Bart Harris. Where are you from? I grew up in Lamarck. Um, actually, when I was a kid, y'all know Nate Laws. Mm-hmm. We grew up probably two blocks from each other. Okay. 
And the funny thing is I had wrestled shows with him, and I didn't realize who he was when he was a kid. I, I used to do massage. I was a sports massage person, so I went to his house, and he had a shoulder injury, and we got talking, and I saw his name on Facebook, and I said, you know, I asked him, what's up with this name? I thought your name was Nate. And, uh, well, it's my real name. And I said, and he said, but it's pronounced, you know, Narcisse. And I was like, yeah. Narcisse. I said, did you live on, you know, Oleander when we were kids or whatever? He said, yeah. Said, wow, I knew you way back when. So kind of. That's a, cool. Yeah, kind of an interesting, interesting story from way back, you know. Yeah. Did you go to Lamarck High School? I did. I did. 95 graduated. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, Lamarck in the, in the 90s, I know Nate. What what's what's his real name? Narcisse. Narcisse. Yeah. You know he he played on some of those those football teams and Lamarck was like a powerhouse. Back oh then. yeah. Those are they the... they went to state three years in a row and then won state three years in a row I believe. Wow. After the uh, year after I graduated is when they won the first time. Okay. So in in uh in high school like when did you get into wrestling professional wrestling what is it that that brought you there to that passion? Uh, um. When I was a little kid, my dad would watch uh, Paul Bosch on you know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, whenever it came on, and uh, I hated it because my dad would pay attention to the TV and not me. Yeah. But then one day I just saw, I, I want to say maybe the Ultimate Warrior when he was still with World Class, and something clicked, and it just all of a sudden I fell in love with it. Decided that was uh, something I wanted to pursue you know i mean just watch study learn yeah and it's just been a passion since i was probably six or seven years old that's cool yeah. that's cool and um you know that that era of wrestling who who is wrestling and like do you think that's i mean what do you think about it compared to i guess today and then the journey that, it, that wrestling's taken um you know today Actually, the business really has picked up recently. There's a lot of new promotions that are getting either cable or internet. You know, the internet's right. you can you can watch everybody now. Back in back in those days, you might get Houston Wrestling and World Class out of Dallas, and some guys got the Tennessee promotions or whatever. But they uh, everybody had different styles back then, so it was kind of Houston was unique. You had Lucha Libre, and you had the Texas kind of deathmatch style stuff and it was it was a real good blend in Houston which I like I try to do that with my shows still too is you know a good blend of action but now you can you can find comedy wrestling you can find the Japanese or the lucha or British wrestling or you know all, all different styles and all different types of wrestling and it's it's amazing for the fans okay cool so I don't know if you know this do you know someone by the name of Johnny Blade I do know Johnny Blade, yes. So. How was that relationship? Is it good? Is it rocky? Because I see he was mentioning drink the tea, like he's saying drink the tea. And he really wants to, I don't know, I don't know if he should be concerned. I just got a text message that he may be calling in, and I don't know how to how to take this. Is there any concern for safety? Uh, you know, Johnny's got his hands full tomorrow night. Uh, Silverback Nate Slater, who you've seen, you've met, Johnny's met in the ring once before i believe and uh i did um that didn't look comfortable <laughs> that did not look comfortable well he uh he was on facebook commenting about what he would do and how he would handle <laughs> things and 
our commissioner, Iron Mike, decided, you know, Johnny, uh, we're going to go ahead and put you in the match too, just to see, you know, how you would do. And so it's, it's an interesting setup. Uh, Johnny's going to be teaming with his, the guy he manages now, Jesse Logan, and they're going to be both challenging Logan or challenging Slater for the UPW championship. So, wow. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. I mean, okay. It sounds like a good idea, but this could all backfire. Johnny comes out the UPW heavyweight champion of, of, of the world. Yeah, it um you know, Johnny's Johnny was a talented wrestler back in his day and I mean he's been He could shock the world. Uh, anything's possible. We'll say anything is possible. Um Iron Mike was Johnny's tag team partner, which is kind of a years ago they were the new breed, they were Texas All Star tag team champions. They were they have a long history, so it's kind of a uh it's an interesting scenario. We don't really know where Iron Mike lies on this deal. If he will be at ringside, so it could be three on one. I mean, the way it, it's kind of a uh, interesting setup. It seems know? like that's like that's the plan, but I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm just thinking. I think it may I think it may backfire. Like yeah, I don't. That's it, the unexpected. Always happens. It, well, can, it that, can happen. And that's why that's why you have to be there live and get a ticket because uh, you never know what's going to happen. So I, I understand it's in Baycliff. Yes, sir. Baycliff at the uh, Baycliff Fire Station on grand avenue okay yeah the there was two other promotions it's a it's a brand new promotion right uh yeah we're we're less than a year old mm-hmm. but we uh we're doing pretty good so far i mean we like to like to say we can hold our own with anybody and our guys would do well on anybody else's shows so. yeah and the others were in santa fe i think and i had the opportunity to attend to attend the the one before this one's in baycliff mm-hmm. it's at the fire station yeah there's a pavilion right behind the fire station big building so you know, I think I've seen that. That's a pretty nice, a pretty nice fire station. Pretty yeah, nice building. It's, it's, it it looks fairly new. I, I mean, think it, it is. I've yeah. been there a couple times, and yeah, they're they seem excited to actually work with us too. So that's a really good thing for us. Mm-hmm. And then I see uh, Chevy just tuned in. He said, "Well, he said what's up to Ethan because Ethan had said what's up, Chevy." But um, I understand Chevy's going to be making his announcing debut like he's gonna be MC helping yeah he's he's going to be doing the ring announcing for us this time and uh we're real excited about that he's a super talented guy obviously y'all know that he's on here a lot he he made my made my hair look a little better I think uh you know he does all <laughs> kinds of stuff man he's a he's a good cat and you know I, I'm glad to see him give, get a shot at it he's a jack of all trades he is absolutely he's a jack of all trades for sure so um, let me see if I can. I'm gonna copy this number, um, and I think I'm I'm gonna try and give Mr. Johnny Blade a call. Okay. Um, and I, I honestly don't know if this will work. Let me see, because I'm supposed to be able to get a dial tone, and I should be connected. Ethan, what would it take to get you in as the ginger? What did we say that your wrestling name was? Ginger Steel or Opie. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I like more because I really like Opie. Okay. Oh, man. Let me see. Okay, we're going to try and connect. And are your headphones working? They're not. Yeah, there's something that went out. Man, we may have to get... Well, maybe this may, this might work because I'll be able to hear everything, and I guess we'll <laughs> and I'll relay the information back. Let's see if this works. Opie. Opie. What's up, Opie? Uh, you know, loving life, enjoying tea, listening to <laughs> K H E A. What do you have planned uh for this weekend? 
Uh, I'm helping Kurt with a couple things. We're going to, like, I think it's a volleyball tournament yeah. today. I'm not really sure what all that entails, but I'm sure it'll be fun. We're going to be talking to Mr. Johnny Blade. Wow. Can you hear any of the bleed over or anything? Uh, not Hello, no. Johnny Blade here. Hey, Johnny Blade, this is Gardy with KTA Radio. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Gardy. Did I win something? Did you win? You know what? You won the opportunity to tell your side of the story. I understand that there was a little bit of drama. You know, I guess there's Iron Mike. He kind of threw you into a match last minute. And I'm I'm thinking you may go and, and, and shock the world because I saw a response that you put out saying, hey, I didn't sign up for this. What's going on? What's your side of the story? I'll tell you, Guardy. Here's my side of the story. The fact of the matter is I should not be in this match at all. I should not be in a physical role without, you know, ample time to prepare. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and there's no way I should be in this match. But you know what? I got to thinking. Commissioner Mike Legan knows what he's doing. We go way back, way back to the 90s. So I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, he has – uh, a, 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 he has faith in me. Let's just put it that way. He okay. has faith in me. <laughs> you think he? Okay, because <laughs> I didn't know if he was doing it, saying like, "Hey, I don't know." He's trying to get you injured. I think it's it's either one or the other. It's an extreme. Like he's either trying to get you injured or he's throwing you a bone, saying like, "Oh, this, you're going to take him out." Well, you're going to see tomorrow night. I'm not going to get injured. First of all, I have Jesse Logan next to me, one of the best in the whole state. A guy that doesn't get enough respect, enough recognition. But I tell you what, tomorrow night, all that's going to change. Because tomorrow night, six months from the day that that stupid, smelly ape won the championship, <laughs> he's going to lose it. He will lose it. You oh, mark man. my words, and I'm going to be a part of that, and I'm going to help it happen. Oh, my goodness. Is it, can Bart hear me? Because, Bart, oh. I'm going to tell you what. Uh-oh. I'm telling you one thing, Bart. <laughs> UPW... UPW is going to become huge once Jesse and I take over. Well, and the whole bunch is going to take over. Duperon, Alistair, everybody. Wow. And I may even have a surprise member. Really? Man, he That's sounds right. pretty confident. I, well, he, this is the so takeover. Sick of people talk, constantly talking trash. I'm so sick of the fans constantly calling me names and talking crap about me. I don't, I don't do anything wrong. I never <laughs> interfere. <laughs> hey, what so, did I ever do to deserve all this horrible treatment? Well, uh, there was a picture of you giving a chain to Jesse, I believe. Uh, You know what? That's not true. You know what that was? That was a gift. I gifted him a sterling silver necklace. It looked like a uh, logging chain. Very sturdy. (laughs) It was a very sturdy one. Hey, I see that you had left a comment that said, hey, this should be my interview. Bart stole it, always stealing my thunder. Is that true? Um, Ever well, since we were in fifth grade. Fifth grade. So y'all go back. So, oh. jo- Johnny, you're from Lamarck as well? His uncle is married to my mother. Yeah. So there's some hostility there, I sense. Well, <laughs> well there's, not hostility. there's not hostility because of that. That's fine. Oh, that's that, that part's okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, that part's fine. Here's what's not fine. Here's, here's what's, here's what's going to happen tomorrow night. Mr. Harris, you listening? Yeah. Well, I'm, New I'm UPW here. champion. You will not have Slater anymore. What you need to do is you need to find you a new poster boy, and you have with Jesse Logan. Johnny, I, I think you it. may be the I'm poster so... boy. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. You know, I'll tell you right? what I am. I am the best manager in, this, in all of professional wrestling. Okay, I make champions. I turn nothings into champions, and that's what I'm going to do tomorrow night. Hey, you know what? So tomorrow night, where can people find out more information about UPW? Johnny, where can somebody get a ticket to go uh, to root you and, and Jesse on? 
Well, I, you know what? I, I don't you, know. You can, can you can get the tickets. Call Bart to get a ticket. Well, <laughs> you can you can get the tickets at the door. Uh, for adults, it's fifteen dollars. For kids, twelve and under is ten dollars. And you can yeah. also uh, on the posters that are shared all over Facebook and everywhere. My phone number. You can call me, and we can do PayPal. However you want to do it. But uh, if you want to, if you, you want to see him, Johnny, you call me. <laughs> he's gonna give your number out he's like, yeah we could i've got your number somewhere yeah well you know that won't go over very well and i'll tell you what the, the, just one more time people need to come out and see this because it's been five years since i have gotten in the ring five Man. years and it was against jake the snake roberts well, and what i did to him is, is gonna look like a trip to disneyland compared to what well, i do to that stupid smelly ape tomorrow night well uh i do remember at coastal mania you did step into the ring uh Rikishi had something to say about that, though, if I remember right. Oh. Yeah, do you remember uh, what Rikishi used to do years ago? Oh, I remember exactly yeah, what Rikishi know. used to do. <laughs> do you, do Don't you remember, tell me, Johnny? Johnny. Don't tell me, Johnny, that that happened. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't I, think he remembers. I'm not talking about that. I, I tell you what, I have a, I, you know, my, my, my memory isn't so great, so After I don't that know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, the connection just kind of went in and out there for a bit, I think, but... um. Man, so how long, Johnny, how long have you been in the wrestling business? How long have you had this passion for professional wrestling? Uh, I have. Uh, I first got in the business in 1994. June of 94 was my very first match. And have you had the opportunity to wrestle, um, you know, multiple places? Where all have you been? Where has wrestling taken you? Uh, mostly mostly the, uh, mostly the state of Texas. Um, wrestled a little bit in Louisiana. Uh, wrestled a little with the... Uh, as, you know what they call enhancement talent with WWF. That was in the '90s. Uh, you can actually find that on YouTube. Bushwhackers versus Johnny Blade. It'll pop right up. Awesome, John. So Johnny but, uh, Blade, you've had the opportunity, uh, you know, right here from you know our area, Lamarck, Texas, knowing knowing Bart since y'all were kids, to go in and you know represent our area, Lamarck, you know, all over. That's pretty cool. You know, last Absolutely. night I, I was at an event <clears throat> for the, it was the Texas City ISD Education for the Future, which uh, now embodies Lamarck, you know, schools and Texas City schools. And there was a bunch of people that were from both schools that have gone on and done some really cool things. You know, either you know started a business and or played in the NFL or just like all kinds of really cool things. And it just had me thinking, like all these these people, you know, like like yourself, Johnny, and and like like Bart and. Nate, Nate Laws and these people from our area that have gone on and made an impact, you know, and uh, just continue to do really cool things. And a lot of times, Lamarck, I feel, doesn't get the proper, you know, spotlight on all the positive things that on people and on businesses and, and uh, just cool things that happen here. Lamarck was, uh, it was a good place to grow up. I, I really, you know, I had a lot of good memories growing up. It was it still had the small town feel, um, you know. It, I honestly, I, I, I was always proud. You know, I was proud to represent Lamarck everywhere I went. Um, yeah, I moved out of the area several years back, but you know, I still, I still live close. So yeah, always have a special place for Lamarck. Yeah. What about you know? Uh, also, there was nothing like going to a Friday night football game in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Lamarck, I mean, it was just one of those special feels. You know, Lamarck's a great place, and, and you're right, and that's what KHEA Radio is for—to bring back. You know, you, you guys are keeping it alive. You guys are, 
you know, going to local businesses and, and, and keeping the spotlight on Lamarck, which is a great thing you guys are doing, Guardy. So I do appreciate that, doing that for my hometown. Thank you. Yeah, that's what that's what we love to do, to, to put a spotlight and uh, show the positivity. There's still a lot of cool stuff, you know, businesses and growth and development that's still happening. Um, but, yeah, so it's fun stuff. Hey, you know what, Johnny? Thank you for calling in. Can you let everybody know one more time what they can expect to see tomorrow night whenever you step in the ring? No, absolutely. Uh, tomorrow night, people, you need, you need to come out to Bay Cliff uh, to watch that uh, no good, you know, moron. Nate Slater, this big bully who likes to bully uh, older people. Older, is you know, doesn't respect his elders. So that's why he tries to put his hands on me. So, um, you know, it's going to be Jesse Logan and myself, two-on-one against Nate Slater for Nate's Heavyweight Championship. That's the main event. There's five other great matches as well, tag team titles on the line. But you, what, what people can expect is me getting in the ring and taking it to Nate Slater. Nate Slater does not, he has no clue how to prepare for me. He doesn't know what he's getting into. He doesn't know if I can still go or not, but I'm going to show him tomorrow night that I indeed can still go. And with Jesse Logan by my side, we're walking out with the UPW championship. Guaranteed. All right. Well, you heard it here on KHEA Radio. Make sure that you go to that uh, to that event. It's tomorrow night. The beatdown in Baycliff, I believe, is what it's, it's been branded. Hey, thank you, Johnny. Woo! And and just like as soon as he came in, he is out just as quickly as he came in. Man, that's awesome. So thank you, Johnny, for taking the time to call in. Um, I, I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a, a great time. I'm also excited because Chevy is going to be making his announcing debut. Yeah. And he was probably born for this, if we're being honest. You know, he's, like I say, he, he's very uh, multifaceted. So he's, you know. He's a good guy, and I'm sure he's going to do a great job. I, I know he's going to knock it out of the park. No, no problem with that at all. Um, he, you know, he just does everything he touches seems to work out really well. I believe so. That's true. He was planning his outfit last time I talked to him. I was like, "Do you know what you're going to wear?" Because that's a big deal. You know, making this are you wearing like a tuxedo? Like, what route are you taking? And so he has something planned. I think. Yeah, he he told me he's got a couple different ideas, and honestly, because of who he is and his personality, I'm going to let, you know, a lot of wrestling uh, announcers want to come out looking like in a suit or whatever. I know his personality. If he wants to come out in a suit, then I know it's going to be awesome. If he wants to come out in something else that just says Chevy, I'm I'm down with that too, so. Yeah. You know, he's... he's, uh, I know he's going to get the crowd hyped up. It's going to be a fun time. 100%. So we're talking to Bart with UPW. You know, this promotion is hasn't quite hit a year old yet. What made you want to start a wrestling promotion? Um, you know, this is something I I wrestled. I started wrestling in 95 and did the local circuits around here for, I don't know, I, I had my last match in 2009. I took several layoffs over the years just because. Yeah family reasons and different things but uh i love i love the business and there were a lot of guys that i thought could be used you know could could get a spotlight put on them where other promotions they may not get the chance Mm -hmm. and i went and scouted you know multiple promotions different shows all over the area to handpick talent you know i just i i picked out guys i really thought could carry a promotion if they were if they were presented the right way and i also uh 
there's now there is a style of wrestling that's very modern, you know, and it's constant movement. And I wanted something a little bit old school feeling. I mean, the stuff that I grew up on and the business I came into. And I think there's still a big market for that. I still think that people will turn out and they'll want to see really competitive big guys, you know, not just, and there's guys now, they're amazing talents, especially in this area. We have, you know, we have reality of wrestling over there training, turning out top notch guys. I mean, they're guys that could be on TV tomorrow, but I've got guys that I think could hang with anybody. I've got big, big dudes. You've seen my champion, Nate yeah. Slater. He's 6'3", 300 pounds. Jesse Logan's probably 6'2", and 265. I mean, there's big guys, you know, and these, these dudes should be, should be representing companies. They should be getting a lot of matches and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I just love wrestling. I just want to present my view of it and how, uh, you know, how I used to watch it, how it made me feel. I want people to still get that. Cool. I like the little kids seeing people and, you know, kids go nuts at these shows. They have a blast and they want to wrestle each other and, their dads yeah. and cousins and, and your whatever. sister that's why my mom made me stop watching wrestling i was like in junior high i was like hey delete my sister's name delicia try to put her in the figure four scorpion uh, deathlock and the lion tamer back when it was yeah when chris jericho called it that um but that's my mom was like you have to stop watching like i had my nintendo 64 my video games and everything but uh sure. it's okay i shouldn't have been doing that <laughs> my sister i didn't have a brother um but right now we're talking to bart with upw and learning about everything that they have going on. There is an event tomorrow night taking place in Baycliff at the fire station, and you can find out more by liking UPW on Facebook. Uh, UPWTX on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, UPWTX on Instagram, and on Twitter, UPWTX1. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, um, your cousin's a wrestler, right? Yes. JT Royce. JT Royce. Yeah, JT. He's actually on my next show. We're doing uh, November 15th in Santa Fe over at uh, – First, Arcadia First Baptist Church has a big gymnasium. We're going to run there. And uh, JT's going to be on that show. So, cheap plug for that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, to my cousin, JT. So, he he's the one who he wrestled, uh, you know, grew up in the Katy area and wrestled, you know, all four years. Right. But he got into uh, wrestling in high school from watching WWE. Oh, wow. Yeah. That put him on, on that path. You know, he's a big a big fan of, of going and watching the wrestling matches and all that and, and on TV. And then it kind of started him on that on that journey. And I was talking with Joel with Nobility right before he took off, and he was like, I wonder how many people got into, you know, amateur or Olympic-style wrestling because of the WWE. You know, I think it happens a lot more than, than people realize because when you're a kid, you just – Oh, I want to be a wrestler, and you're oh, your parents go well. Let's sign them up for wrestling class or whatever, and you get in there, and you're not doing a flying elbow drop or something. Yeah. You're like, where's the ropes? And yeah, oh, this is real wrestling. You know, is what the coaches will always tell you. But there are a lot of guys that go from you know, say Olympic style wrestling to MMA or into pro wrestling, and then you know, they, it's a great base for martial arts for rest professional wrestling you know i i support it we uh there was a local club up out of magnolia a while back boneyard wrestling that uh we went up and you know saw their shows as fundraisers for their school and whatnot mm-hmm. so we're definitely supporters of of amateur wrestling um you know sometimes 
they like to point out, oh, we're real wrestling. Well, my guys are, my guys are real. You yeah, know, I don't. They're athletes. It, it yeah. takes a lot of athleticism. Oh, for sure. And those, whenever you get hit, man, you see like it's it's a hit. You get oh. hit. You get hit. Yeah, people people always ask. You know, they'll ask that question all the time. Use what I call the F word. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you can't fake gravity. You know, I don't care what anybody says. No matter what, you can't fake gravity. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know how to fall. Every judo guy, every boxer, everybody knows how to protect themselves when they fall. It's part of football players, part of your training. Right. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean that, you know, anything like that. These guys are serious athletes. Um, they train multiple times a week. They're in the gym. They're in the ring. Their bodies take serious abuse i like say i was in there i know you know they uh i i have my ankles are pretty bad now i have a hard time running or you know walking sometimes just because my time in the ring you know but it's it's a passion something you you it has to be you have to love it for sure yeah Yeah. and it's addictive you really you know you get in there want to just want to keep going so there was a comment earlier i believe it was from from ian who Watches from the UK, but he mentioned Tyson Fury, who is a boxer, mm-hmm. and I believe that he signed an agreement with the WWE right. to make some kind of crossover and then potentially another one. But you see that with these professional wrestlers, or like I look at Brock Lesnar, you know, grew up wrestling, yeah, and then went to you know WWE to MMA. Back you got like Batista, right. you know, I, I don't know what his training and background was, but just like going back and forth and Tyson Fury, like making the jump over. Right. It just makes sense. I mean, these guys are athletes. A lot of them have the training and it, it, they can they can do it. Conor McGregor's another one that honestly I would like to see. I mean, he's he's uh, a loose cannon, I think, but I think he's a very calculated businessman and, and the money's there for him, you yeah. know. I think it's going to bring eyes to the wrestling show. I think it's going to put money in everyone's pockets. So, if you know if they want to get in there, more power to them. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of Connor because he did. He kind of, he may not have been the first to bring that over. You know that yeah. persona. Chael Sonnen was another that mm-hmm. used the wrestling character to uh, bring some flash to MMA, which I think it needs. I think, yeah, you know, I, I honestly consider MMA and professional wrestling to be really close to the same thing you know it's you know there's apples and oranges differences i think but at the same time it's also very very similar businesses and now people almost have to you almost have to have the persona to match you know where you have to have a build-up somehow to get people interested the the drama yeah and that's that's where wrestling has always stood out Uh, muhammad ali watched gorgeous george you know and he wanted he wanted people to put their eyes on him and want to spend money to see him to see him fight or just maybe see him lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't care as long as he spent their money. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the that's the name of the game. You get you get the interest in on you, and they look and they want to spend their money to watch you win or lose. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Yeah. So you mentioned wrestling. I think you said in '95 is when you started. Yes, sir. So you've been in the business for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what? And I'm sure you've seen this. As maybe as a promoter, as a wrestler, as a, a spectator, whenever things go, I'm going to call it off script. You know, maybe things go. There's always a plan, even like in the in a, the perfect right. the scheme of things. But things don't necessarily go the way that you thought they would go. Sure. Like what happens? Like on every level. Like what are you uh, thinking? Like what's going on? Yeah, it, it's just a. Uh, 
you know, like I say, it wrestling, you, you pretty much have to expect the unexpected, no matter what. I mean, promoting side, there's times where guys can't make a show that mm-hmm. they committed to. Before my first show, I unfortunately had one of the guys that I had booked pass away in a tragic motorcycle wreck. And that was very, um, you know, it was a very sad deal. Wow. Yeah. It, you know, but at the same time, you know, like any wrestler would tell you, the show has to go on. You know, even he would have told you the same thing. You know, he was an extremely talented guy. You know, and I was really excited to have him. And, you know, I wish things, you know, would have worked out different. But they work out how they work out. And you just, you go with the flow every time. That's if uh, something unexpected happens, you just have to, you just have to work around it. Adjust. I feel like that's part of being a good you know, athlete, wrestler, because even if I'm like, hey, I'm going to I'm about to punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah I slip and miss. You got to be able to do like figure yeah. it out to make it work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's just a matter of uh, being, you know, just being aware. It's always an awareness you have to have. Like if you're in a match, they say knowing where you're at in the ring, ring awareness. You know, you you have to remember where the ropes are at. Those are steel cables inside a water hose on most rings. So you hit those, they hurt. Yeah, it's not yeah. like I think it's like a rubber band, and I've never been inside of a ring to be able to actually to yeah. bounce on them. Right. But I've had conversations with people, and they say like yeah. it's not. You look at it, and you think it's like, oh, I'm going to bounce off. No, it's a steel cable that it's, you're running. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a steel cable, and I know for the first two, probably first month and a half to two months I wrestled, I had bruises under my arm and on my hip from hitting the ropes. I mean, just constant every day. I would. I would have a big purple bruise on my hip and on my right, you know, underneath my right arm. Do you eventually stop bruising? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, you, I don't know why, but your body toughens up. But I'll tell you, the last time I got in a ring, just, you know, it had been a long time, 10 years since I'd been in one. I got in there, just kind of yeah. hit the ropes, and it hurt. And I was like, wow, this hasn't hurt in forever. That's, yeah. that's a bad feeling. <laughs> I believe it was Kevin, Kevin with Reality Wrestling right. who had told me about that. Because he will get back in the ring every once and again, you know, for some training or to show people, just to remind everybody, like, do you know, you remember yeah. who I am? You know, yeah, for sure. Kevin was a really talented worker too. He was, uh, he had a, a really fun gimmick. Yeah. You know, but he's like, say, good guy and excellent producer. Does great work over there. And he Nothing has but a, praise for a background in, in martial arts, right? As well, that's what he had, had grown, grown up doing. And actually, one of the guys that I broke into the business that was a star back when I first started is the guy that originally trained Kevin. A guy named Ricky Laribas down in uh, Lake Jackson. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm from I'm from Angleton okay. originally, and whenever I found out that Kevin was from Lake Jackson, I found out through social media, which Facebook's kind of neat. It's like, oh, you have mutual friends. I was like, oh, all these people are from like Brazoria County, Lake Jackson, right. like Angleton area. So I was like, dude, you know, and I, I had hit him up, and he was like, yeah. so it's just a it's a small world. Oh, yeah, it's a small world, and now with it being a uh, you know, with UPW, with wrestling, um, I, and I just saw Jonathan Jacque tune in from the Sanctuary Gym, and he's Jonathan. a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah, I know Jonathan as well. Yeah. Good guy. A lot of wrestlers, like, it, it's kind of shifted, because I remember, you know, back, there was the era where dudes, everyone looked like a bodybuilder, and yeah. then it's kind of like, then they're not. I was thinking, like, CM Punk and, you know, uh, uh, Brian, da- what's his name? Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, there's still the guys that are big. Yeah, like, what are your th- what are your thoughts and takes on on all that? Because, uh, you know, wrestling wrestling's always been kind of a body business. I mean, uh, I think his name was Gene Stanley back in the fifties was like a Mister America, and then he was a wrestler. Yeah, um, you know, you 
obviously as an athlete, not every athlete in the world has to be cut up, huge, six-pack. You know, there are guys that are very athletic that don't necessarily present it. Um, trying to think Josh Barnett was one in the UFC that never looked like just a big shredded monster, but he could he could beat anyone. Like Andy, I'm thinking of boxing real quick, like Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua. Right. And he, you know, he's Mexican-American. Everybody was like kind of cracking jokes, you yeah, know, at his expense. He, and he came in there and dude's quick, oh, in yeah. shape. He's and a big dude and Roy has Nelson, power. Roy Nelson, big country, is another guy that, mm-hmm. you know, you just – just because they carry a little extra weight doesn't necessarily mean that they're not athletic or fast or explosive. I mean, it's there's a difference now. Health-wise, I mean, yeah, if you if you get cut up, you know, I don't necessarily say like bodybuilder cut up, but if you stay lean and in shape, that's always better for you. It's better for your joints, better for everything else. But there are guys, like I say, that, that are just really big athletes, and sometimes that extra weight, especially in wrestling, can help you. It's uh. I think as a marketable thing for TV, you know, sponsors and whatnot, you probably do want to have more of a, an in-shape look and a young, you know, healthier look to your guys. You know, and that's, you know, I, I, I can't disagree with that. It's just business. But, um, yeah, it's definitely evolved. There's, I, I would like to see a point where more people could uh, – you know, get back in, you know, as far as different body size. Everybody kind of looks a little bit vanilla now. I mean, you see the same body over and over and over. And I'd like to see different looks, different sized people, you know, just, you know, they had uh, in their women's division in WWE, they had Nia Jax, who was a, you know, a, a plus size model at one point. And, you know, she was very dominant for a bit. You know, she, uh, didn't fit their normal cookie cutter mold. So Which is nice. Yeah, like why yeah. not? You know, inclusiveness. Let everybody, you know, let everybody shine. If they if they can go, I I'd say give them a chance. But again, that's uh, you don't want your whole roster to be dad bods with big old beer bellies or something, you Yeah, know? this is a good mixture. Right. Absolutely. You want to you want to have people that stand out for memorable. You know, I'd say you want everybody to to be memorable if nothing else. All right, let's see. Right now it's 1036. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, feel free to share it out. Let us know what you got going on today and this weekend. There's there's something taking place tomorrow night in Baycliffe. It's uh, UPW's uh, Baycliffe Beatdown. You can attend. And if you want to uh, head out there, I believe the tickets are available at the door. Yeah. And how much is this, like $15? 15 for adults, 10 for kids under 12, or 12 and under, I should say. But, uh, yeah, just come out. Um come to the door get tickets or you can call my phone number it's on the posters um 409-750-2199 if y'all want to call and get tickets we can do paypal um and we'll reserve your seats for you but uh like i said it's going to be a fun show we've got some really really talented guys you're gonna have a lot of fun here's a comment as well uh it says former row talent debuting upw tomorrow as well do you know what he's talking about oh kid ransom kid ransom yeah uh, we're excited about having Kid Ransom. Who are some other new people that that haven't had the chance to wrestle under uh, UPW's promotion? This yet? this show coming up is actually um, there's a, a a big group of new guys on the show. If you've been to our last couple shows, uh, we've got Kid Ransom, the Afro Man, Stevie Hendricks, uh, really exciting young talent. They'll they'll be going head to head tomorrow night. Uh, we've got let me think, uh, Eric Crowley who. 
is another Viking. You, if you've seen the Pillars of Destiny on my shows, or, that dude's a man. He's a beast. Oh, well, Titan! Titan's heading to Japan tonight, so or today. He's on a flight right now, going to Japan. So uh, Crowley is another Viking. I mean, it seems like they're coming out of the woodworks now, and he's uh, he's definitely talented. I, I've caught him a couple times, uh, different shows, and he's he's a handful. You know, dude. you know, watching him, I feel like. Maybe in the coming months, he may get a shot at the title. I don't know. He's he, he's pretty legit. Like he, he's yeah. I would say if if there was a guy on on my roster that would probably get signed away to a major promotion, I would say it'd be Titan. Yeah, honestly, I mean he's probably the guy that fits the bill. I mean for what they would want on on TV the most, and super talented, great look stays in shape you know does all the right things so does that stuff go into account whenever you know the commissioner yourself whoever you know the brains are giving like title shots and and, and opportunities you know we we want to uh present the most exciting action that we can put out you know i mean it's sometimes sometimes they're just guys who can get in the ring together and just do magic every time and sometimes there's guys you put them together and you just don't know what's going to happen and if if I've seen guys have great matches somewhere else, I'm not scared to rebook that somewhere. I, You know, I think Jesse Logan and Nate Slater have wrestled each other hundreds of times, and they've gone back and forth. There's been a lot of wins and losses uh, on both sides. So I don't have an issue with, with putting them in the ring together. I, I know it's going to be a slugfest. I know it's going to be, you know, it's going to be brutal, but – it's going to be a great show for the fans. That's what that's what I consider when we start putting together matches. I don't want to, uh, you know, get into the whole booking process necessarily. But if I think it's going to be fun for the fans, you know, I there's matches sometimes that I want to personally see, but I don't necessarily book them because I might like something that I don't think that common fan that's going to buy a ticket likes yeah you take that into account you yeah have to. absolutely and and my wife actually uh sherry has to has to tell me sometimes do you think the normal fans are going to like that or is this something for yourself and I have to, <laughs> uh, okay it's like right. sometimes i just have to give something to me like i need this you know <laughs> i need i can make it happen yeah yeah i mean it's but it's fun though you know it's, yeah and that's the main thing i just want it to be fun i want the fans to have fun i want i want uh the local businesses that happen to sponsor us or, you know, advertise or just put us out and help us somehow. I want them to be proud by what what we do and to not be, you know, embarrassed by what we do. You yeah. Know? So it's definitely I want to I want to have a good family friendly event where you can bring your grandma, you can bring your little kids and everybody in between. That's that's my goal. You mentioned the sponsors. I know Anthony Macaluso. He's yeah. one of the the sponsors. Yeah, Rocket River uh, Bounce House and Party Supplies. Yeah, uh, Legacy Collision for Santa Fe, and Baycliff. Our sponsors are MDL Aircraft Services and the Frosted Boutique, and uh, American Fence and Supplies. Uh, good at helping me out, and KHEA, of course. Uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all always talking and putting our guys on before the shows and everything. So that's always fun. This is first time for me, so it's really kind of interesting deal too I, i'm enjoying myself quite a bit right now good yeah it's it's fun and it's fun in here and we like to have fun and talk about cool things that are going on you know all, all the time and and uh yeah definitely let us know i was trying to think 
because we had um we had the champ on yeah which johnny calls him a big big smelly ape a book <laughs> a big smelly ape i, I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> well he's the silverback so yeah that's where the ape part he caught yeah because I, I i i caught that after all. i was like what Oh, okay, because it's playing off of his own persona. Right. Whenever you wrestled, did you have a either like a a gimmick or an angle or? Uh, when gimmick? I when I wrestled, I was called Mister Tattoo, which at the time I had more tattoos than most guys. Yeah. Now there's guys that come out, <laughs> and it, now it's just kind of a joke if anybody calls me Mister Tattoo anymore. There's guys that have way more tattoos than I ever wanted, so. You know, I'll still if I if I ever wrestled again, that's probably the name I'd use, or just my own name again. But you know, like I said, that was my main deal back then. Yeah, I think do most promotions like guys wrestle under their real name, or is, where did that come from? Like, hey, you need to you need to change your name or um, you preference? know, most most guys, I think uh, the guys that wrestle under their real name or guys that have their own persona, I think they either get with their trainers if they if they've carried it their whole career or they come up with it themselves and i don't want to you know alistair you know if you've been to my show he's kind of a crazy guy he yeah. uh you know he saw him at dzw for the first time with my with jt with jt royce over there and then okay. i saw him per, yeah. uh, last uh a couple months ago or whenever yeah, he got July. it yeah he's he's kind of a, a wrecking ball I, you know he that's his uh his persona and it it fits him i i don't know he's just he's a great talent like that um but yeah i mean guys come up with these names and that's i consider everybody that wrestles an individual business i'm trying to put their business over and my business over at the same time so i try to promote them as well as i can and if i have a, a creative idea i think that they could work with i might shoot it to them and say hey can you do this or would you be interested in trying that if they are awesome, if not, that's totally cool. It's their business. I'm just trying to help. You know, I'm trying to put on a good show and let them let them make their money and do things the way they want. Yeah, the other thing that that's interesting is also multiple character, like a character. Like you can wrestle, you know, one promotion as one way, and then another one, another. Which I, I think like maybe a long time ago before the internet and everything's on a fight app or a promotion. Right. It might have been people probably did it all the time didn't even know. Yeah, it it, it happened. Um, there's a few guys that still do it, and I don't know if I'm a, you know, I, I can't say I'm a huge fan of it because if I want to bring them in, do I book them as A or do I book them as B? You know, it's, and sometimes they wrestle as the fan friendly good guy on one show and the cheating bad guy on the other show, you know, so it's, what am I going to get when I book them? You know, that's yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, so it, it's, it's interesting, but like I say, it's just, uh, we I talk to all the talent and try to figure out what they're what they want to do and what their goals are and how they want to get over. So yeah, one that comes to mind is Kiefer Bartek. So he started New Texas Pro Wrestling, right. a promotion, yep. but he also wrestles like as the sheriff. You know, I think it's like heavy metal and some other place. He's like, yeah. hey, the sheriff's coming back to town, and it's almost like an everybody knows, like, oh, you know, because then he would he was a part of the cool. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing. And then, you know, the sheriff and this one. So yeah. I think if you do it in a way where you can, you handle the cards and you're not like trying to hide anything, but yeah. it's just like, that's just what it is, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and Kiefer's good. You know, he's, he's a, a talented guy and they're doing real good stuff over at New Texas. Um, he's a big cat, man. That guy, I saw him not long ago, a couple months ago at a show and 
he's he's a big dude. That guy, he's he can definitely uh, he can do some stuff in the business for sure. No, yeah, he is. He's a big guy, and I mean, I've had him in studio here once before, and you don't realize how big these gentlemen are, and you know. Even even the, not how big the girls are, but how powerful and the moves that they're doing once right. until you see them and it's like man, it becomes more impressive. Like Kiefer Bartek, um, you know, stand next to him. I was like, man, this is a big dude. Or like yeah. Gino, Gino, yeah, Gino, man, that that kid, he's got a bright future. I'm yeah. I'm excited. I know he just signed with uh, Major League Wrestling, I mm-hmm. believe. So I'm excited to see what happens with him. I, I expect to see him on TV. He's you know, a, a lot of those guys over there. I mean, they're super talented kids. They're they're cutting out really quality wrestlers over there. So yeah, good stuff. And know? then you have you know like Nate Laws, like standing next to Nate Laws. But Nate, you you look at him and you're like that's that's a big guy. Yeah. You know, but someone like Kiefer or like some of these other guys that are in betweeners. Yeah, you, you don't realize the size of some of these people until I mean, you get up close to guys and and you're like, wow, okay, yeah. that guy's a lot bigger than I really thought. You know, and it's possible to make it without the size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially nowadays. There's, you know, the Daniel Bryans who are like 5'7 or 5'8 and 170 pounds. Yeah. You know where 15, 20 years ago, that wouldn't have happened. Well, And how big is um, is it Galactica? Australia Galactica is, I would say probably 5'6 and I'd say 165, 170 tops. I mean, he's, but another example of just a top-notch guy that, really can you know just really get out and and that's the thing though is you go to these to the wrestling schools now you know you got reality wrestling or texas all-star wrestling wrestling school or even uh i got some friends out in katie where jt royce trained at domination zone wrestling they um they can work with whatever you bring if you're if you've got the work ethic to really you know really come out there and put it out you know if you if you're going to really work at it they can take your large frame your small frame they can give you the tools to succeed you just have to put the work in yeah talking to some of these guys and trainers and just people have been doing it they, they say it's how good you are at taking the instruction right and not having your your own when you mentioned this earlier saying like hey each wrestler they're a business and they're looking out for their own right and then obviously the promotion sure. but if we can make it work together um then you can, but you have to look out for your, for yourself, but also be able to say, "Hey, this is for the good of the promotion." Yeah, absolutely, that's doing business. You know, that's just that's the name of the game. I mean, it's it's a business. It's not a you know. I've got friends that I can't use on my shows. Yeah, I would love to, but it's business. You know, it's not friendness. You know, we call it. So it's it's just something you have to uh, you have to remember when when you are. Uh, getting into this game is i mean you've got you've got a lot of personalities and not every personality meshes with others you know i mean it just guy could be super talented he could have a great look he could have great gear and doesn't want to do business the right way then what do you do with him you know i mean it's at, at certain points you know you i work with guys who i know can go and put on a great show and in the locker room and, you know, just make a fun, pleasant place. I mean, not pulling the curtain back too much, you know, but I want my guys to not – I don't want there to be a, a fist fight in the locker room necessarily. Everybody needs to be professional and do what they're supposed to do. That's what we Does have. that happen? I'm sure you've seen it, it from I, time I've, to time for I've many seen years. Some, yeah, I've seen some stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, it, it can happen. It doesn't – it doesn't near as much as uh, – 
it could, you know. So that's, like I say, this, a lot of guys, this is a part-time thing for them, you know, and, and they have real jobs and, you know, they go train every night and they work out and they still do all the right stuff. And, you know, it's just they've got a wife and kids at home. So they, you know, guys like that that are definitely more grounded, you know, they can they can come out and, and still live their dreams and do what they want to do. But then you have some guys that really sometimes uh, buy into their own hype, I'll say, you know, and it's they can be really hard to work with. But, yeah. You know, yeah, like I say, you just you work around, like I said before, work around everything and just have fun. You know, that's the best thing I can say. All right. Hey, is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? Um, no, I I just like to see everybody come out. Uh, anybody that wants to come out to Baycliff, it's going to bell time is at seven o'clock tomorrow night. So the doors open at six. Love to have you out there. Uh, the Baycliff Fire Department is doing the concessions. All that money goes directly to them. Uh, support the fire department and come out and support some wrestling. Awesome. That's tomorrow night. Make sure that you go check it out. UPW out in Baycliff at the fire department. Thank you so much, Bart, for hanging out. Thank you all for having me. Hey, Johnny, thank you for calling in. We'll have to chat soon. It's KGA Radio, 99.5 FM. Be blessed. To-